Welcome to How We Did It, a podcast dedicated to dentists teaching dentists. This podcast is powered by eAssist Dental Solutions, and all of the guests are eAssist top practice providers that share their experiences, best practices, and what set them apart in their communities. All right, welcome everyone. I'm so excited to be hosting our top practice podcast today. Uh, we have our June 2021 winner, Dr. Eric Peterson of Peterson Dental. Thank you so much for joining me today, doctor. Oh, thank you. I'm happy to do it. So um, I always like to start off our podcast by having you just introduce yourself a little bit and tell us about your journey um, in the dental industry. Yeah, I'd be happy to. Um, so like you said, I'm Dr. Eric Peterson. I practice in Alabama. And uh, let's see my journey. I guess I started uh, this journey a long time ago as an engineer. Um, I got my degree in engineering. Uh, and although I thought my job was fine, I really wanted to be in some sort of healthcare profession. Um, I wanted that satisfaction of knowing that I was helping people. Um, so I decided to kind of explore different healthcare options. Went back to school, got my dental degree, uh, and then I started a practice. Uh, in a suburb of Birmingham, Alabama, uh, from scratch about a decade ago. Uh, and then over the last 10 or 11 years, uh, we've, we've grown and grown and grown, and it's been a huge blessing. Oh, that's awesome. I'm curious how your um, engineering career had anything to do, well, career, but background and, and degree, how yeah. that helped in dentistry. I've, I've never heard the two before, but I'm sure there's a lot of um, things that you can utilize? I think it does. Um, I have a pretty analytical mind. And one of the reasons I wanted to be an engineer is I really liked working with my hands. I like creating things and building things. Uh, so when I was looking at different medical professions, initially, I sort of focused on surgery because I thought of working with your hands. Uh, but I actually talked to a surgeon that said, you know, you might want to look into dentistry if you want hands-on work because you literally will be working with your hands uh, the whole time. Uh, and then I was pretty fortunate to uh, shadow a few dentists that also spent a lot of time talking about the satisfaction of owning their own business, building their team. Uh, and that all sounded really appealing. Uh, so I latched onto that and fortunately ended up being a really, really good fit. Um, I still get to work with my hands. Uh, I like the opportunity to manage uh, people and, and help grow a really positive team environment. So I think you do get to use a lot of the similar skills that you would use uh, in the world of engineering, just sort of in a different way. Yeah, that's really neat. That's, that's a great building block too. Um, I'm curious, I'm sure all of the dental geeks that are going to be listening are wondering, do you have your own lab? Are you creating your own aesthetics? <laughs> no, that's funny. I even thought about doing that when I was in dental school, because I don't know, you're so naive to the world. Once I actually, um, uh, uh, began practice, I, I, I quickly realized that I like to have as much time as possible actually doing procedures. That's where sure. my passion lies. I, uh, I, <laughs> I like to keep, keep my hands moving, I guess. So um, from my perspective, my satisfaction really lies in helping patients and constantly uh, um, driving forward as much as possible with that aspect of practice. Uh, unfortunately, that's another great reason to have e-assist on hand that way. Uh, I can have as much time to focus on patient care and, and work as possible and have uh, an extension to my team around to, to, to help with all the, the needs that we have. 
Yeah, absolutely. Well, I think that's a good um, caveat into our next question, which, you know, there's so many different elements that make a top practice. So as a patient, when you ask what a top practice is, they're going to have different answers than maybe a dental assistant or a hygienist or the owner of the practice is the doctor. Um, what would you say is a top practice and what does that consist of to you? Yeah, I mean, for me, it's that's funny that you you know mentioned you know from a patient or an assistant what perspective would it be. I think it's all about the people. I, I think having a top practice is all about uh, having a really good, passionate team. Uh, I think there's a lot of stuff in life that you can train on, whether it be dental skills or hygiene skills. But I think there are a lot of things uh, inherent to the person that you just can't train on. So finding people that are passionate about. Uh, care, uh, finding people that just enjoy life and, and, and enjoy their job, but also enjoy things surrounding their job, um, making sure that you have a patient-friendly environment, making sure that you're a practice that is really uh, forward-thinking about making sure your patients get the best care possible, um, and really serving people uh, uh, in a nice, positive environment. I think those are the things that really contribute to having a top practice. Yeah, absolutely. And you can tell when you walk into practices that are like that, that have that welcoming environment that make you want to be there for sure. Yeah. That's wonderful. Now, I know you had touched on um, eAssist and some of the things that, that eAssist has been able to help open up. What uh, role would you say that eAssist has plays, played in helping to achieve kind of a sure. practice environment? Sure. I mean, I really do think about eAssist as an extension of our team. Uh, we have a, have a really wonderful uh, uh, backdrop of people behind the scenes that are taking care of a lot of, uh, with a lot of the work that um, you don't have to be sitting in front of a patient for. That way, uh, at our practice, I feel like my team can really, really focus on patient care uh, and the immediate needs of the patient in front of them. And I think that's just a huge blessing to have, to have that extension of our team that can really help us excel and make sure that we're putting our best foot forward and providing the best patient care possible and seeing as many patients as possible in a nice, efficient manner. And, and frankly, to make sure they're well taken care of on the financial end and the insurance end and, and everything in between. Right. Absolutely. That's one of the things that it that definitely resonates with me is just that patient care. I mean, we've all walked into an office where they're on the phone with insurance. They can't be bothered with someone coming in and checking in, not because they don't want to, but it's just an, a, a vital source of an area Absolutely. they have to focus on. So it definitely sets a, a different experience when your patients can walk in and feel that greet, um, be able to be seated right away so, so, because they're not, you know, being Absolutely. so yeah, that's great. We're going to take just a quick brief uh, break from our sponsor, and then we'll be right back for some other questions. Right. This podcast is sponsored by eAssist Dental Solutions. eAssist helps dentists collect 100% of what dentists are owed by insurance companies. Their dental billing experts work with dentists and their teams to ensure the claim submission process is smooth and that dentists and their staff can focus on patient care. If you or someone you know is in need of assistance with the dental billing process, call 1-844-EASSIST or visit dentalbilling.com to find out more. 
All right. Well, welcome back, everyone. So we are going to be catching back up with our top practice winner for June of 2021, Dr. Eric Peterson of Peterson Dental. Um, so we're going to jump right back into our list of questions. The next question, um, one of our qualifications as a top practice is kind of that community involvement. So I'm curious to learn more about your community involvement there in Alabama. Yeah, sure. Um, let's see. We're in a, uh, a suburb of Birmingham, but our, our town's actually pretty small. Uh, we like to do a lot of outreach with the local schools uh, in our county. We like to make sure we do both screening days and educational days for students uh, in order to uh, both make sure that uh, the health of our population is looking good, but also just so like they can sort of see that, hey, the dental practice isn't so scary. You know, we come out and we try to have a good time. A lot of our girls will like do face painting while we're doing dental exams or things along those lines. So um, I think it's just a good positive experience for younger kids. Um, and then on the older kids side, uh, we have a work study program that we've participated in for years and years and years where um, high school uh, juniors and seniors uh, can come to our dental practice uh, and shadow and do a certain amount of hands-on work uh, but really to get a feel for the different aspects of the dental practice. I think a lot of people uh, look at dentistry and they go, oh, I, I might want to become a dentist or I might want to become a hygienist. And then they walk into the practice and they realize that there are all these other wheels that are that are turning and there are skill sets that are involved that they might not realize. Things like, um, you know, our front desk people working on the phones or uh, the ES, ESS people behind the scenes doing uh, insurance verification for us. And even things like marketing, our practice has always had pretty active, active marketing campaigns. Um, so sometimes you might have somebody in their little graphic designer bug springs up and then they go, oh, okay, that's cool that you have to think about those kind of things in a healthcare setting too. So um, I think the educational aspects uh, in terms of outreach are the things that I enjoy the most. I think it's really fun to have um, students of different ages interact with um, dentistry and healthcare in general. So um, that's my personal favorite part of our outreach. That's really awesome. You always hear about like um, going and educating about the importance of dental health, you know, when it comes to children. I don't know that I've ever personally heard of like education from a perspective of like the vital portion of this as a job and a career. Um, that's really awesome. I mean, I was born into it luckily so I kind of just yeah. fell in love but there's so many that don't know until they've been able to kind of experience um I've been pretty excited over the years of the students that have come and shadowed us uh, so far I've had three go on to dental school um two of which have graduated now and uh one of which is is actively at UAB right now and that's a really cool thing to know that they had such a um uh, a good experience that they said, yeah, this is what I want to, um, this is what I want to do. That is really exciting, especially because it's growing our industry too, you know, so they become passionate about it because they learned from another provider at a young age. And that's when the fire starts. I mean, that's, that's really great impact and kind of footprint to have in, in our field and on young minds as they grow. That's really awesome. We should have more of that. <laughs> <laughs> so um i guess just as we wrap up um in the sense of for planning for oh, success yeah. what would you say is your next step in your five-year plan yeah sure uh 
we are basically constantly in growth mode. I don't know any better way to say that. Um, I guess if we were to look at, uh, you know, immediate plans, we're always just trying to make sure uh, uh, patient flow looks good, that we're bringing in lots of new patients, um, especially coming out of this bizarre year of COVID to try and make sure that we are uh, reaching out to our population, trying to get people uh, back on the schedule, both on hygiene. And we've been pretty fortunate to have that uh, go, go quite smoothly over the course of this year. We've seen a lot of patients that were interested in getting reactivated that might have um, taken some time away for a very, very understandable reasons. Uh, and then in terms of the next few years, I mean, again, I mentioned earlier, we do try to market our practice. We try to make sure that we get our name out there, both through community involvement and direct marketing, and then talking to our patients about referrals. And, um, and really just try to bring in like-minded patients, people that maybe sometimes uh, don't love the dentist. Uh, we really do try to concentrate on having a good, fun, happy, positive atmosphere. And I think we can really turn a lot of people's opinions around when it comes to what a dental experience can be like. Um, so hopefully in terms of the next few years, we can continue that, that upward growth. Right now we're a practice with two dentists. And I mean, I, I wouldn't lie. I, I definitely can see us in the next five to 10 years adding a third. So hopefully we'll just continue on in that direction and continue to provide really well for the patients that, that, that know us and trust us to take care of them. That's awesome. Well, and it sounds like you said an environment that they want to come to. So that growth is almost inevitable for sure. <laughs> well, I really have enjoyed interviewing with you today. There's uh, no question on why you have won this top practice award just from, it sounds like you as a provider and your personability or personality and, and I can't think of the word, but the way that you resonate just off the bat, I know I have already just been very comfortable in our limited experience to, um, together. So I can imagine how that extends into your patients as well. So. Well, well, thanks, thank Rachel. I appreciate those kind words. <laughs> yes. Well, thank you for taking some time today and spending with me. To learn more about ESIS top practices, visit www.dentalbilling.com and make sure to subscribe to this podcast so you never miss an episode.